sometimes is the general word that we start our podcast with, Barry. Did you know that? You know, I've heard that. I've you heard know, that I, we have might have started our 80 podcasts with sometimes. Well, I mean, we're only like 65 episodes. But if you if you do something like 60 times, I generally think you got to realize out. we have many podcasts that will never be released. That's very true. That's fair. Um, but yeah, sometimes. And it's always said like that, too. Sometimes. Well, it's never as someone sometimes. who doesn't think at a high level. I like to sound like I think at a high level. Hmm. Phlebotomist. Capricious. Tequila. Mockingbird. Plantar fasciitis. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Black Door Music Argument. I'm Karsten. And I'm Barry. So today we are talking about one of the great musical marvels that have been provided Hold to us. Hold the fucking phone. What? We are talking about a throwaway children's movie disagree this is you know i don't want to get i don't want to get too far into religion but if there is a god this is god's gift of music to the masses (laughs) yeah the masses not the masses that like music but the masses drink up your kool-aid champ it's okay Mm. (laughs) i'm actually drinking hop slam right now Mm. baby it's cold outside I'm sorry. What doesn't this album have? Okay, I'm just saying, this this has my my boy Justin Timberlake. No, no, stop right there. I'm going to tell you one thing this album doesn't have, and you're going to agree that it's a Ozzy Osbourne. Oh nope, it's got that. No, Hocus Pocus by Focus. Okay, yeah, I'll give you. It that. does not have Hocus Pocus by Focus, it, which honestly, is in me, the fucking movie, this but not on a travesty. soundtrack. That. Is honestly the travesty of the movie Trolls World Tour, which is what we are here to talk about today. Oh, fuck. Seriously. Trolls World Tour. We have okay. talked about this for almost a year. And the other weekend, my kids were like, hey, what should we watch for a movie? I was like, I don't know. Pick something off one of the many damn paid services we pay for and watch it. And they said, oh, Trolls World Tour. I'm like, Trolls World Tour? We talked about a podcast. Okay, I'll watch that. Where's my notebook? And here it is. Long awaited. It's been like three episodes since I've had one. A notebook full of fucking notes. Now they're incoherent because I was watching a uh, movie with my children. So I was obviously drunk. (laughs) I wasn't drunk, everybody. I wasn't drunk. Anyways, Trolls World Tour. Here we go. So with Trolls World Tour, I think that overall it was fine. I think the movie itself was fine. I really focus on the music. And to me, the whole premise, which kind of plays into the soundtrack, is that there are these different genres of music that mm-hmm. exist out there. I'm sorry if I'm breaking your world here now. Um, and inside of them, the premise, I believe, of the movie was they each had a specific string for their genre of music that when played together, music was magical, but since everything but, was individual. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. No, 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 Carson, no, 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 Carson. Get, well, hold on. No, no, there would only be two up. genres. There would be jazz and classic rock. I don't understand. Just, just, I know, hold on, we're not going to nitpick this. St- we're just going through the, the high-level overview before we start tearing this thing apart or questioning everything. So there are these. It was four strings, right? Is that it? Five strings? No, there, there were six. strings. There were six there strings. Were six. Okay. Which right. right there goes against the classical genre because you name a fucking six-string intr- instrument in an orchestra. Two lutes. <laughs> 
Lead violin, first chair violin, second chair violin. There we got eight, bitch. Okay, so um, the whole thing was there were these strings, and they needed to... What the the rock group were evil, and they were trying to collect all the strings to change everyone to rock. But you find out that the pop people had tried to steal all the strings at one point, and so they they all broke up, and that's where all the trolls are all different types of genre trolls, and then that's the whole premise. But then you know that well, that's the premise. I think that where it gets really convoluted is then the you premise? find out they're all, what the premise is where it gets convoluted. Oh yeah, I mean, like just beyond that level, I, it of all of the movies that have been written, this one definitely starts with the writer having a big, big, big drag of something. Here's and the then thing: they go, I've got this, this fucking idea. This movie is like a James Bond movie because James Bond movies start from a James Bond book for the most part, and then they try to bring it into the modern age, and because of all the twists and turns, sometimes none of it makes any sense. Like live and let die, not live and let die. View to a kill, where they were going to flood, uh, uh, Silicon Valley to stop all the silicon, uh, all the microchip uh, production. How much microchip production is in Silicon Valley, Karsten? I'm tired of you trying to use logic to defend your view. <sighs> if you could just go ahead and stop that, that'd be great. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> also. Uh, there's lots of other movies that suck because of this. Okay, yeah. Well, and like for me, the whole premise is, again, if you're going to watch this, watch it. If you're going to listen to the soundtrack, don't. Um, but I think that overall, <laughs> my my big beef that I had with it was right away, they introduce all of these other, like there's assassins that are all these other genres. Yeah, but they don't get a string, but they exist, and they only no. exist because they have this string, which is and like, oh, okay, so nonsense. But, and this is where we're going to circle back to what we said. The whole time they talk about how if they could just play one song that covered everything, where they had yodelers were a group, rock were a group, pop was a group, funk was a group, and they just start talking through all these different genres and whatever, and they play clips of Hocus Pocus by Focus, which is honestly one of my favorites i'm not gonna lie i think that if i were to sit down and actually write out top 20 it would definitely fall top 20 hocus pocus by focus let me tell you i've been on this song uh and last week i got uh jeff and steve at work to both listen to it and they both came by and said thank you for that i'm not gonna listen to it again but that was awesome oh god i could listen to that song all the time it's so good and if you haven't seen the video of them performing it oh yeah dear like from 1973 so good yeah yeah. Okay. Don't listen to the Focus 2015 Focus, one. That one sucks. If you haven't heard it, it has like everything you can want in a really good jam. Imagine like, a Swedish heavy metal group and then yep. add yodeling. Yo. And but the thing is like really heavy pop influence as well like over the top of that. Yeah. Like Oh yeah, and I, flute I, jazz. Oh yeah. I mean, but yeah, when they start doing their scatting and yodeling, oh god, like I love it. It builds so great. Um okay, but the whole thing is they get to the end, and to me, what I in 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 experiencing this movie, and they keep saying we're going to have a song that's going to combine all of us. There's going to be a song that combines all the genres together. All I think is this fucker is going to rock out Hocus Pocus by Focus because they literally do clips of it throughout the whole thing. And what I imagine happened, and I could be wrong, the writers literally wrote it to be a call. It's going to bust out Hocus Pocus by Focus as like the song. 
And then Anna Kendrick said, no, I don't like that track. Or someone was like, you know what, actually, we can make a lot more money if we produce our own movie, our own song, because then we can get some money from that rather than using this, you know, previously written song. And so they had, I think it was a Martin uh, or a Max Martin song that came through and wrote another one. And um, someday we'll do an episode on Max Martin. Incredibly talented dude. He can make a hit like no one's business. But I feel like that's kind of the way it was. It just kind of came out, got this hit, and used that one. And it was just a pop song. That's really what it came down to. Is like, we just need everyone to work together. We're going to bring all our genres together to create a pop song. Which, so, go ahead. I just wanted to throw this out there. Like, I want to... You go through this this soundtrack, and there are some serious superstars of different genres singing in it. Justin Timberlake is obviously like the one of the stars. Anna Kendrick, who's been in a lot of singing movies, but not really a musical star, is one of the stars. And then you've got like Rachel Bloom, who I believe is a a stand up comedian, who is the rock the evil rock person, but my daughter and I agreed from from the get-go that she was actually the heroine of the movie. But then you get, like, Sam Rockwell, who, if you don't know who Sam Rockwell is, look him up. He's one of the most versatile and awesome actors these days. He sings I Fall to Pieces. And when you're listening to it, you're like, Sam Rockwell? And and you're like, "I, I, I can't even see him singing that. But, uh, also, we got uh, Dirks Bentley, Kelly Clarkson, because country's in there. This this covers a huge tapestry of of talent from the musical industry. And one thing I have to say, after watching it and then listening to the soundtrack many, many times over, this reminded me of uh, A Few Good Men. You remember that movie? Mm-hmm. Christian's, uh, sorry, Carson is nodding yes on a uh, audio. I said, mm-hmm. Okay. I knew uh, it again. Mm-hmm. A Few Good Men. Or just, what the fuck are you talking about? Listen, Please carry on. Listen, A Few Good Men stars uh, uh, Demi Moore and Tom Cruise and also Kevin Pollack. And many times, Kevin Pollack, Tom Cruise, and Demi Moore are in the same room. And I love Kevin Pollack. He is a funny guy and he's a pretty good actor. But when you put him in a room with Tom and Demi, it's it pretty obvious who the amateur is. And when you put Anna Kendrick next to Justin Timberlake, that voice just ain't carrying water. Okay. There's another movie, which at some point we should talk about, just the musical side of it. There's a great interview. I actually don't know that we'll ever talk about it, so I'll just go there. Um, I think it's uh, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, and they do a whole song number at the end of it with Adam Devine, uh, Zac Efron, Anna Kentrick, and Aubrey Plaza. And Aubrey Plaza's like, yeah, I don't really sing, but all the rest of these people actually have you know, notable roles in singing. Mm-hmm. And so she just you know, was kind of along for the ride in that one. Okay, so back to Trolls World Tour. Um, I think that overall, it was, in many cases, it's bringing just covers into the generation so they can expand on some of the, on songs that are known. And I felt it was just, to me, this was like a kid's bop album by well-known people. It, I, 
I actually I liked the first Trolls movie. I thought the soundtrack mm-hmm. was pretty interesting. I, I think that the song selections of the first one, and it could have just been also the story was a little bit more compelling. The song selections they would use at different times actually were really were really good. In this one, everything just seemed a little bit more forced and a little less logical. And right, because in this one, everybody's going to get forced to be listened to rock music instead of being eaten by giants. But I feel like even with the selection of the rock songs, they were they were fine. But like, no, you're right. It, it, it I don't know. Every, everything was fine. And I think that as as it kind of led through it, I think that as you look at the versions of the songs, everything was fine. But none of it was really good. And I will say, every one of these, I'm throwing giant air quote, rock songs were pop covers of every single thing. And so... No, no, not one. Okay. N- uh, number eight on the album, Rainbows, Unicorns, and Everything Nice. I think that was an original. Sorry, let me clarify. All of the cover songs that were on there were pop covers of the songs, regardless of the genre in which they actually were. I think, you know, here's the thing. I think they give some projects, and this is where it's hard to talk to you because I know you you would rather sh- shoot country stars than listen to them. I never but said that. You never said it, but kind of comes out of your pores in a stench. When? No, no, no. Hold on a second. I want that <clears throat> defended. In what way have I ever included? Have I ever even said something like that? Yes, I. You many times you've said that everything country should die. I've never said that. Mm, yeah. Anyway, so uh, "Born to Die" by Kelly Clarkson was was that a cover of something? Because that is actually a great song. I wouldn't know. I want all music to die, Barry. I no, just country music. It's but, likely an original, seeing as it's produced by uh, Timberlake and that right. other guy who but I won't pronounce. Honestly, so up. when I was listening to that one, uh, and just today, I just noticed it. And I'm not a huge country fan, but I, I'm kind of a burgeoning uh, country fan in my uh, 43rd year of life. Um, the 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 fact that the and I think the second verse, she she sings, Kelly Clarkson sings, the whippoorwill, whippoorwill sounds beautiful or something like that. I'm like, oh, fuck. That's a callback to early country. That's a, you know, that is, uh, that's a callback to early, early country. And now I can't even think of the guy's You know song. what I really like about you, Barry? I bring up things and I don't know how to finish my thought? Partially. But then uh. also, like, I'll give you shit about jazz. And I give you way tons of shit about jazz even though i appreciate jazz it's just kind of you know that hacky thing to do uh-huh. and i really don't know that i've really given you much shit at all about country but Plenty. it's just that since you're getting into it therefore i can't appreciate it at the same level that you do yeah yeah what what do you mean like you think that i'm judging you because you're not me because i'm not as into some particular section of like I'm not going through the historical country repertoire where it's like, for me, I think that I, I prefer early country to modern country. That's for sure. No, I agree I, with you there. I've had a shitload of Hank Williams on my music collection for decades. That's the man. guy. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, like, I don't know. I just think it's funny. I hate country. Yeah. And especially Hank Williams. You just said it. God, fuck you, Barry. 
we'll see how much of that actually makes the cut on the episode. But no, uh, I think it should all because it turns me into the asshole. I don't care. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I will say like, if you were going to say something, definitely you could say that I hate jazz. You know, ignore the fact that I played in the jazz band and shit. No. (laughs) I can't believe you hate jazz. Okay. Yep. But I'm sorry. Keep going. No, no, no. Please. You know, every time I accidentally interrupt and then you say, oh, please go ahead. You turn it into a thing where, oh, Barry needs to interrupt and and, and trample Carson's Barry, feelings. Barry, I can remember what I was going to say, and if we don't let you talk immediately, you generally forget. Are you stalling because you forgot? No, I'm stalling because I've been drinking. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, I thought it interesting. Uh, Atomic Dog made it, and I put in my notes, oh, Atomic Dog, the, the song that made Snoop Doggy Dog famous because without atomic dog he would have never made the mainstream but i mean i understand he has other songs but honestly when i was in high school and college uh that song was fucking everywhere Hmm. i think that there were some interesting songs on here i think that interesting choices um my children who watched it were quite fond of the version of One More Time, which mm-hmm. I, again, this is where I'm the old man that when they go, oh, dad, I really love this one more time. I'm like, Daft Punk is better. Listen to the Daft Punk version. <laughs> no, but this one was from Trolls. And I go, why do I let you people have access to Apple Music so you can listen to this garbage instead of the good stuff? And that's, oh, shout out to Apple for Apple Music, I guess. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was One More Time by Lin-Manuel Miranda. No. Oh, shit. I might have been listening to the wrong songs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I, I think, okay, so overall, it was fine. Things were fine. I don't, I... Oh, one more time. Too much auto-tune I wrote down. Yes. Yes. What? Whoa. Oh, oh, hold the phone. Hold the... You, sir, you're saying there's too much auto-tune in it? Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and do a quick timeout here. For everyone that's listening, we attempted to record an episode on auto-tune, and Barry is so anti-auto-tune that no, I brought no. up a ton of examples of vocoder, and he was like, yeah, and I go, spoiler alert, that's not auto-tune, bitch. <sighs> no, and then he, that's not how he, that fucking went. There was went. a temper tantrum involved. No, we had to stop recording. Sake, I, and I we'll knew some of those were episode. not auto-tune. <laughs> Did you say I knew some of those were not yeah. auto-tune? <laughs> I'm not going to say I knew all of them weren't auto-tune. So we literally sent in a list of them, of songs that we were going to talk about, and he sent in a bunch that were over-auto-tuned, and I sent in a bunch of vocoder ones because I was going to trick him into it. And the whole thing was... The use of auto-tune doesn't bother me when used as an instrument. And to me, there are times when even in, again, songs such as that version of One More Time where they use auto-tune to actually use it as an instrument. But it was a little bit much on there. And part of it was... I think Sherry used it best. What? I think Sherry used it best. Okay. Sure. I'm more of a... uh, I think Kanye used it better. I know you do. I just... I I disagree. I disagree. That's all. And we're just going to have to disagree because this, we can't this go may into have that. Been the root I of can't our have Karsten crying again. 
cursing me out for a bastard and saying, I don't think you're ready to record. And I said, Karsten, are those real tears? And he said, I don't think we're ready to record this album, this art, <laughs> this uh, podcast. And I said, I, I'm so sorry, Karsten. So sorry. I like anybody who's ever listened to this episode, I think pretty sure knows exactly what happened now. And it's just like any of our episodes is like, oh, okay, based off of that, now we know exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, you cut me off and saying, I yeah. don't think we're ready to record. Sure. Okay. <laughs> um anyways <laughs> moving right along so no i think that there there were some again i think that part of that the heavy use of autotune throughout this is again kind of reminiscent of the kid bop stuff as mentioned earlier right um i but think yeah. but i think you're right because i think you you appreciate autotune used in a certain way i appreciate mm-hmm. autotune used in a certain way but i think in some of these songs it's used purely as a gimmick yeah okay yeah as long as I we can understand see yep i can be reasonable yep. Barry, are those real tears? No, it's it's semen. Um, <laughs> oh God! Oh. <laughs> Rainbows, unicorns, and everything nice. My favorite song from this album, mostly because it's thirty seconds long. Now, do you remember it? Rainbows, unicorns, and everything nice. Rainbows, unicorns. No. Oh shit! You know what we should do? Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Why have we not talked about this oh, on the podcast? Oh, fuck Scott Pilgrim. Yes. Shit, we should get everyone to do an episode. Yes. Next everybody. full length. Oh, yes. God. Okay, everyone. Sorry. Okay, you need to cut that because that shouldn't be in our podcast. I'll keep I'll keep everything up to the point that we actually went into some of the details on it. So we'll just yeah. say right now, we just kind of talked through a little bit of what the episode's going to be. But I got to get a message out there. I'm going to send a message right now to everybody. We got to get this one. This is good. <laughs> um. So I I thought it was interesting that it's all love kind of tears down pop because if you if you listen to that song it's like yeah you said it was all love but what you did is take uh samples and turn our art into your bullshit or I forget exactly the words but yeah that's basically the gist of it. What do you think about that one, Carson? I honestly don't remember it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I think there's a point where hey, I Carson. listen through this. Hey, Carson, do you want to do a uh, podcast on uh, on uh, Trolls World Tour? Yeah, I totally want to do that. I I want to talk about the music in depth. And you oh, know that's what? great, Carson. I I even listened to it and like still like Once? I in have the car? blocked it out <laughs> in the like, car wash. <laughs> yeah, at the car wash. No, um, no, I literally like listened to it and then just like blocked it out of my head immediately, which is really great. Because every time I'm like, I don't need notes. I got my brain. My brain's <laughs> awesome. And then in this case, I'm like, ah, just, you know, shit the bed in conversation. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Okay. Whoop, whoop. Well, this isn't one of our hour-long podcasts anyway, is it? No. <laughs> no. I think overall, we've covered some content here. Yeah. Um. So I just got to say, uh, the last kind of the ending of the movie is... Is this song just sing with uh, Anna Kendrick, Justin Timberlake, and it pretty much just sounds as corny as as you'd expect it because it makes you think that it's like, hey, if you have a bunch of people standing around and you want to all love each other, you can just raise your voices and sing, just sing. And it's like, yeah, fuck you. That doesn't happen. That's rehearsed. And also, Anna, you are no Justin. That's all I got to say. Wow. You went there. What a jerk. Boom. So, 
Um, Anna I Kendrick, like... I still love you because of everything else you've done. So, and I want to look this up, and I might stall for just one second. So, you brought something up here that I wanted to uh, kind of give in closing. In the first Trolls movie, the song they had is Can't Stop the Feeling. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that was their whole, their their big number at the end. And the chorus essentially was, I just need to dance. Dance, 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 dance. And then this one, it was like, we need another hit. What do you do? Uh, Sing. Sing, 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 sing. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the next one that's like punch, 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 punch. <laughs> and that way the trolls can just kind of grow up, you know? Exactly. But yeah, no, as, as I'm reading through it, it really was, okay, we need this song that we had as a big hit a few years ago, Can't Stop the Feeling. We need it again, but with slightly different lyrics, just saying, all right, cool. It's pretty much what it is. There you go. Yeah. And Rock and Roll Rules is pretty cool, too. All right. Hey, did you uh, did you watch this with your kids and enjoy it? I watched it with my kids. There you go. For uh, Black Door Music Podument, this has been Barry. I've been Karsten. Thank you for sharing your time with us. If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, Baby, it's it's cold cold outside. outside.